First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues and in the temple, where all Jews come together. I have said nothing secretly. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, bear witness to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? John chapter 18, verse 13, and verses 19 through 23. The Gospel of John tells us that Jesus' first interrogation was by Annas, who demanded to know what he had taught. Our Lord suggested that Annas interrogate instead the people who had heard his preaching. After all, witnesses were abundantly available, and they would no doubt get right down to business by reporting first whichever of his statements had been most provocative. Annas and his cohorts considered such a reply an insult, and they reacted accordingly. In Anne Catherine's vision, the hostile testimonies then began. The irony, of course, is that all the witnesses she saw come forward reported accurately what Jesus had said and done. But they drew the wrong implications from his ministry, concluding that he was a charlatan, a fool, a blasphemer, a sinner, a tool of the devil. The issue then was not whether our Lord had taught these things or whether he had stirred up trouble by saying them. He had indeed. The issue, rather, was whether what he said was true and what he had done was right. The problem was this. If Jesus had, in fact, been sent by God, as he claimed, then Annas and his allies were in desperate trouble. That was a possibility they refused to entertain. No wonder, then, that when the interrogators called for Jesus to respond to his accusers, he was silent. What could he say to those whose minds were closed, whose hearts were hardened? So we pray, Lord Jesus, when our minds are closed, open them to your truth. Turning to the witnesses, Annas summoned them to bring forward their accusations. They all began to speak at once. He has called himself king. He says that God is his father and that the Pharisees are an adulterous generation. He causes insurrection among the people. He cures the sick through the devil's help on the Sabbath day. The people gathered around him a short time ago and addressed him by the titles of savior and prophet. He lets himself be called the son of God. He says he is sent by God. He predicts the destruction of Jerusalem. He doesn't fast. He eats with sinners, with pagans, and with tax collectors. He associates with prostitutes. 
Not long ago, he said to someone who gave him some water to drink that he could give the waters of eternal life. Anyone who drinks those living waters, he claimed, would never thirst again. These accusations were all voiced at once. Some of the witnesses stood before Jesus and insulted him with derisive gestures as they spoke. The armed men even went so far as to strike him as they taunted him. Speak, why don't you answer? The Dolores Passion. This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.